to Mind My Business, the podcast that gets you thinking about how to start, build, and grow a successful business from nothing. We walk through how to break down any barriers you may face and feature interviews from some of the best business owners of companies, large and small, providing insight on what it takes to get to the next step. Time to Mind My Business with your hosts, brothers Jonathan Floyd, owner of Box of Care, and Dean Floyd, owner of the Lux Concept. Guys, take it away. And away we go. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Mind My Business, the show that puts your business on your mind. I am your host, Jonathan Floyd, founder and owner of Box of Care, the New Orleans Care Package Gift Company. As always, as I do every podcast, the website is www.boxofcare. The Instagram is at Box of Care NOLA. Twitter is the reverse at NOLA Box of Care. And um, I talked about it last time, but the podcast, again, if you if you want to follow us on Facebook, you are more than welcome to. It's at MMB Podcast. So mind my business, MMB Podcast. Jump on there. That I have all the all the episodes. You can go back and listen to anything you haven't heard. And we've got some really good stuff. So my brother's not with me today, but he will be with me on the next episode, fortunately. So I look forward to having him back with me uh, in the near future. Before we get started, thank you for listening wherever you are. If you're feeling it, please, as I always say, go like, share, review, rate, all that stuff wherever you found us. We've got episodes coming every Wednesday. You know that. And it's going to be everywhere you can get podcasts. So Shopify, Apple, wherever else. Um, if you listen to the last episode, I did the episode about mindset and mentality. Go back and listen. It's short, about 20 minutes or so. Before that, I talked to Bailey Simmons, who talked about uh, navigating HR and finding a job if you got laid off within COVID. And before that was Antonio Cousin, who talked about real estate and wealth building. And all those episodes have, have been really good. So if you have some time, block out some time, or if you don't have time, try to catch it when you can. But if you do block out, you know, a few, maybe an hour or two or whatever, and then go back and listen or do it while you're doing something else. If you're at the gym, whatever, that's that's all good. But this, of course, is a new episode and the goal remains the same. I say this every episode, but the goal remains the same in telling the story of business owners. And today I'm fortunate to have another person I went to LSU with. Another person who I've watched kind of navigate their business, who I kind of look at and see what they have going on, what they're doing all the time. I've got Wayne Willis, the, uh, you know what, I'm not going to steal your thunder. I've got Wayne Willis with me. Wayne, how are you? How are you today? I'm doing well, brother. Doing well. Good stuff. Good stuff. For those who don't know you, can you go ahead and, and introduce yourself, please? Okay. I do. I just say that I'm Wayne. Wayne Willis. I'm the owner and founder of Walgreen Man. Walgreen Man is a one-stop shop here in Houston, Texas for your wedding day needs, for your custom attire, you know, for the bespoke tailored fit men. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. Yeah. And, and, and man, yeah, you know, what? we'll get, we'll get into questions later, but I'm like, just, <laughs> just, just watching, you know, what you're doing and how you've done it over the last few years, man, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, you're doing something really special over there. It's, it really is. Um, thank you. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, no problem. So I, I'll jump into it. And I typically ask a personal question first, um, you know, and this is a business podcast and I always want to be focused on business, but obviously with, with what's going on in the country, I, I can't ignore it. And in the last few episodes I've addressed it. So obviously you are a business owner, but before that you're a black and you're a man. So, you know, I kind of want to get your thoughts, maybe even from a business perspective or even a personal perspective, what you think about what you're seeing going on in the country. Definitely from a personal perspective. Um, man, it's sad. You know, um, I'm, a, I'm a father of two black and brown boys, um, you know, so I, I definitely worry about their, their safety as they get older. Um, you know, but just looking at everything right now and the, the change that has probably come forward, Due to the season right now, I see change coming, mm -hmm. okay? I actually see change that my sons will reap as they get older, you know? Um, man, it's, 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 it's tough. You know, you put it on CNN, you know, and you see all the things that happen in Minneapolis, Atlanta, Chicago, New York, you know, Baton Rouge. It's also Houston as well. You know, those stories really, really just put fear in you with the cops, with the police, you know? Um, is it... Could it be me? Could it be my cousin? You know, could it be my son as they get older? You know, so it's just a lot of fear right now that that is also, you know, in the, in the mindset, in the forefront. But also on the positive side, you know, we are seeing change that could possibly 
be in the future. It's going to take some time. You know, it's not going to be a microwave um, overnight change. But in the next 10 or 20 years, I think that we will see change that, again, you know, our kids will will reap those benefits as they get older, you know? So. Absolutely. You know, I had a discussion with a friend of mine and when it first started. So obviously, I think the the incident with the cop, he was killed on, on Memorial Day, if I'm not mistaken. And obviously there were protests and, and people were out walking and talking and it was starting to get the coverage. And I was like, you know what, this feels the same. But a friend of mine was like, no, it doesn't. And I said, no, it does, it does. And then as time's gone on, you see a lot of brands, you see a lot of businesses, you see a lot of people just making statements about it. And, and it's just, it's different. And, and I guess the, the level of accountability has gone up uh, in terms of, you know, obviously there's free speech, but folks are getting, right. getting called out, man. And, and then like you see some of the businesses who are kind of planting their flag and picking a side and saying, okay, I want to be on this side of what's happening or I want to be on that side of what's happening. And it's, it's just, right. it's crazy. And I, I, I think you're right. And I hope you're right. I've got two daughters and I'm like, all I can do is try to set the table for them. So that, Correct. I think you make some, some great points. So um, now nah, I appreciate that take, but so, so let me jump into some business stuff. You okay. have built a brand essentially. So, um, you know, right. obviously it's a label, but it, it, it's a brand as well. What got you interested in, the fashion industry, what made you want to to go down that road and potentially do that every single day? Man, um, just even the, the seeds that started the whole thought process, I always wanted to own something. You know, um, I had a work ethic out this world, you know, first job, 16, always had a job, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I had those thoughts of, I'm not trying to be working for someone mm -hmm. my entire life, mm -hmm. you know? So I had to dig deep. Okay, Wayne, what do you love? You know, you love dressing, you love music, you know, um, you love, you love to entertain as well. Um, you love people. Um, but at the end of the day, I love business connections that keeps me engaged with people so I'm able to be myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. My wedding, 2016, triggered wedding planning. Okay. So when wedding planning was like, man, okay, of course I want to be dapper. I want to be fly. But I need my guys next to me to be fly. Okay. We can't we can't go to men's warehouse and get that. Correct. I'm not about I'm not about to break the bank for them to go and do something crazy out of this world. You know, so again, I started using my gifts. My gifts was I've always have been into styling. Like always, probably I would say 14 and and, and beyond. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got to LSU, you know, styling was always big. Perfect 10 parties. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Whoever party, Apple Party, yep. Delta Parties, AK Party. Yep. Hey, we're gonna put on, you know, we gotta be they got a dress code. Right. Okay, cool. We give us something to do. We didn't have the trends of social media that we have on the level they are now. We had Facebook, but totally different. You know, long story short, it was, I had a love for style, but I had a love for style on a certain level. The level of style that I wanted to put my, put my, my partake in was weddings, black tie, formal wear, okay? Mm -hmm. It was pretty much a top tier level of fashion that I eventually, I, I saw, I saw the potential of reward when it came to financial, also the, the, the upper echelon of attire, for wedding day versus just, you know, your day-to-day -day suit wear, okay? Mm -hmm. So I started with the bow ties, all right? Because it was something that was that was, that, that was a nice statement, peaceful accessory, um, you know, and it worked. I, I was introduced to the Tom Ford bow tie, but it was like, do I really want my room to pay $250 for a Tom Ford bow tie? Do I want to pay $250 for a Tom Ford bow tie right. for them? Like, no, why? Why do that? Right. But let's be smart. What is it? It's black fabric, basically. It's in a butterfly style. Okay, Wayne, well, you could you could make this in your own fashion, and that's what I did. But the bow tie came, um, the bow tie came, the boxing came, the branding came, everything fell into place. And then you know, once just using the power of social media, using the power of networking, using the power of sharing, photography, et cetera, et cetera, it took off. Due to being in Houston, Texas, I was able to build my network here. I'm from Louisiana, so I already have a Louisiana network. Okay, also been a member of Cap Alpha Side. That was also a network where I could reach and, you know, gain support, development, et cetera, et cetera. And then I just pretty much built off the bow tie. I built off the brand. What else do I need besides a bow tie? I need a dress shirt. What else do I need besides a dress shirt? I need a tuxedo. Okay, you got all this. All right, you need a shoe now. Okay, so now I pretty much added shoes to the brand and making Walgreens a one-stop shop. So that's where we are today. Walgreens. The one-stop shop. 
for your wedding day needs, for your custom clothing needs. You just might need a business suit from head to toe. We can get it done. And I've seen the, sh- the shoes. Uh, that's as of late. I've seen you, you put some posts up on social media about the shoes, and I've seen them on the website mm-hmm. as well. And those are those are really nice. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. They are really nice. And so you're telling the story about how you built it and how it got started. And and one thing I know in business that nobody really does anything alone. And I know you have a family, a wife, and and, and children, as you mentioned. How do you manage it? <laughs> I mean, like I I've got two kids, and this I have the same question for everybody <laughs> I talk to who's who's an entrepreneur, like how, how do you get it done on a daily basis? Sleep less, of course, <laughs> but in the, in the detriments of sleeping less, I'm not tired mm-hmm. because I'm doing something that drives my passion. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to bed, I get rest, but when I wake up, if I have things that are on my mind, I know how to multitask. You know, that's one thing that I kind of picked up. Full time, I'm a chemist. I still have my day job, but being in the lab, you know, this is going into, this is year 10. It's like being in the lab, I always knew how to start here, start here, pick up here, get this going, report this, analyze this, et cetera, et cetera. So the multitasking was never a problem, but it was always in my work ethic, okay? So when it came down, you know, to the branding, you know, I always had really, really, I practiced really good forecast planning in the beginning, okay? My wife always was supportive when it came to, you know, just anything I needed help with, you know, she was there. If I needed, you know, to... To, to go do more research on something, you know, she was giving me, you know, patience when it came to, you know, just getting the development going for the brand. Any type of formality that I may have needed input, you know, she was very, very understanding into the long hours, you know, the, you know, just everything I needed, all the sacrifices that were there. Um, so, yeah, man, it was just one of those things to where, like, I go to sleep thinking about well-groomed men. I wake up thinking about well-groomed men. What do I have to do today? You know, and even now, the day-to-day is I expect greatness every mm. day. I expect someone to call me every mm. day, whether they're whether they're um, planning their wedding, whether they're getting ready to graduate, you know, from, or whatever. They're planning a 40th birthday party, a 35th birthday party, or they're getting ready to retire. But I look for cl- clients every day to call me. So I have, a, I have a good expectation when I wake up. You know, it's positive. I don't know who I'm going to talk to. It might be a celebrity. Maybe a professional athlete, maybe the agent. You know, it's just I've had days like that, and it's just okay. It really, really gives a reward, and it pushes me to keep going. Mm. And so, so let me ask you how how long did it take you, or maybe did you always have that mindset when, when it comes to that? Because I, it's so hard as an entrepreneur when you're when you're first starting to even where you are now years later to to be positive, man. I I mean, I, that's something mm-hmm. I talked about on my last episode. I'm like. You know, you almost have to trick yourself into thinking something good is going to happen. And I've I've come a longer way because I planted seeds years ago of things that are starting to manifest now. <clears throat> Relationships I built and people I met that I've just followed up with. But did you always feel like that? No. Of course I had those <laughs> times. Where, Wayne, Wayne, what are you doing? Right, right. Like, Wayne, what are you right. doing? Like, I may go I may go five days without a sale, you know, when I first started. Those first, those first two years, you know, like, damn, like, I, I haven't got a sale. IG not working right. My post not my post not going far. Mm-hmm. You know, something must be it must be hacked. It must be a bug <laughs> sometimes, right? Is my email working? What do you mean my website down? You know, it was right. like something, something can't be right. So yes, I did have those moments of okay, Wayne, like that's just that's just heinous. So anybody trying to buy no bow ties. You know, even in the first stage, I'm guilty of probably even stating people didn't support me. I can't say that at all now because people have supported mm-hmm. me. You know, people from LSU, people high school, you know, like it's all the way back to middle school. I cannot fix my mouth to say that nobody supported me. You know, you probably, you've probably seen posts like mm-hmm. that on social media. They're not, they're not supporting me. I can't say right. that. Now, I probably had thoughts of that in my immature um, entrepreneurial state, but it takes time. Right. You know, it, it takes time to number one to build that, um, to build that trust from mm. people that are watching. Because people are watching, okay. People want to know you're serious. You know, number one, people also want to know that you're that you're faithful right. to your right. brand, to your product. Is a good quality. You know, what are, what are what are people saying about it that bought it? You know, it just takes time, and that's what I did. I just I stayed consistent. I stayed patient. But yes, I did have many moments where I was like, oh, I'm hanging this up, bro. This is 
this is taking up too much of my time. I'm spending too much money. I'm not seeing a return. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, what am I doing? Right. You know, so, yeah, I did have those um, moments in the beginning, but not now. Yeah, and, man, that, the consistency thing is is so big. And I think a lot of people I know who've started businesses, and I've been doing my mine for a little bit over three years, I believe. And there's people I know who started either right when I started or right after me who since, who mm-hmm. since stopped. And the thing was, right. it's like they get in and things get hot and they get out. You know what I mean? It, it just, oh, no, I was doing this one way and then I, I couldn't. That consistency thing is big. Another thing is perfecting your product or getting it better. I think is you, know, you kind yes. of talked about that, too. And it's like yes. when I first started my website, yes. my website is better now. And I know there's room for improvement, but it's a lot better right. than it was when I first started. It just what it wasn't right. that good. So it's like, where, right. how do you look to improve? Where can you find ways and opportunities to do that? So I think you I mean, you made some really good points around that. Yeah, that's where I am right now. You know, honestly, I had to right now with the brand building and the brand growing. I'm, you know, I'm a STEM major. That was my thing. STEM, 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 STEM. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I look at my brand, I look at my website and it's at a level now to where it needs to have innovation, innovation with technology. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had to, I had to reach out, man. I had to go to the roller decks. You know, I had to go to the LSU, LSU network that we have. And I had, I had to hit up Christopher Francisco. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I just talked to Chris actually this week. Um, but same thing with you. I, I have my website. My website has to be being regenerated right now. You know, because as you stated, you know, you have to keep growing. You have to keep building. And as you're building right now in today's tense, look at look at where we are now. Everything is we're virtual. Can't go anywhere. You know, we've been at home. Everyone has their phone in their hands. So I needed to add innovation to my brand, innovation to my website so that, you know what? I saw this tux that was on your page, but I don't want it in black. I want it in red. I want to know how that's going to mm. look. I want to be able to go to your website. I want to be able to play with this design. I want to be able to change that tux from black to red with my fingertips. And I want to see it. I want to change the buttons out with my fingertips. You know what? I want to be able to design that with a different option both side that you have styled on your page, but from the World Roman collection. I want to be able to do that with my fingertips so that I can innovatively see that mm. before I order mm. that. So that is where I am right now. You know, so that I could bring innovation, add that technology to the brand, and that way it's on another level, mm-hmm. okay? Being able to do those things using technology, you know, using innovation, using those type of, you know, intelligent factors, apps, et cetera, I'm able to reach a different dynamic. I'm able to attract a longer, um, I'm gonna say a longer clientele. But they did it once, you know what? They'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Or they're, and they're gonna share with everyone how they did it. Oh man, look at this website. Look at right. how you can do this. You can change it, you can right. order it. It's innovation. It's attract. It's attractful. Mm-hmm. It looks it great. Again, it, it's another it's another brand aesthetic that is very important for what I'm trying to take for a grown man. Right? I can't. You don't want to get left behind. You know? I agree. You don't want to get left. I behind. agree, and and I think yeah. though our products are different, I I face that same thing with the visual aspect with with people not knowing me from from Adam jumping on my website. And I remember some of the first times where people would buy boxes, and I'm like, wait, this isn't a family member. I'm like, wait, so, so they, saw the, they saw it, they liked it, they bought it. Oh, my, like, I didn't know what to think. And it's right. just like, you, you almost have to tell that whole story. If somebody doesn't know you, has no relation, mm-hmm. and they're searching bow ties and, and, or they're searching wet, wedding right. products and, and they come across you, it's like they have to get that whole story quickly because think about yourself as a consumer i mean you do the same things where now if you if you jump on amazon that's one thing but if you're like no i want to actually like look through product pages and and support some small businesses then you know you you really want to be able to see and feel like you said trust you see that okay it looks this looks decent this is you know the numbers add up and all this stuff so no i mean you make some some good points i want to ask you so you mentioned having a day job which a lot of entrepreneurs do do you see a lot Mm -hmm. of things that relate between your chemistry work and what you're doing on the business side? Yep. Actually, I, I was at work one day and I was talking to a senior chemist before I actually got the blueprint for Walgreens Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's crazy, man. Like I was just having a random conversation. Senior chemist, I was like, you know, I work for, I used to work for a toll manufacturing chemical plant. Okay. Okay. 
So this total manufacturing chemical plant, we would make um, products for, let's say, Dow, Chevron, Exxon, Lubrizol, Lindell, whatever, you know, all the big boys, okay? So what these bigger clients would do, they would submit um, a technical packet, okay. okay? In this technical packet, what they would do, they would pretty much give us the recipe, the ingredients, the, everything that we needed to produce their product. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Wayne, you know, it, it's kind of like Coke and Sprite. There are certain components of Coke that make Coke Coke. Mm -hmm. There are certain components of Sprite that make Sprite Sprite. You, if you go wrong from those ingredients, it won't be the product. Okay. So I went through the packet, you know, I'm looking at everything and I was like, okay, so as long as I could come up with the dimensions of this bow tie, the, 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 the right fabric, it has to be the right fabric. You know, it can't be too heavy. It can't be too light. It can't be, it can't be cheap. It has to be rich, you know, a nice luxury, you know? So I drew the bow tie, you know, it had to be a certain width. It had to be a certain length, et cetera, et cetera. So that when I made one that was great, I needed to make a thousand that were just mm -hmm. like that. They couldn't be out of order. They had to be the same recipe. Mm -hmm. So I did that, you know, I'm at work. I'm like, okay, draw this out, saved all the documents, you know, um, took all the measurements with the ruler, started the fabric sourcing. I was scanning the tools, found the box, you know, it was the right box, got the logo going. The logo was great symmetry. You know, it was, it was perfect. So again, once I was able to produce one that was certified, quality, approved, I needed to be able to produce mm -hmm. a thousand. And they all had to mm -hmm. be in line. Again, that's that consistency across the board. Okay, so I started that. Once that once I got just reviewed the packet of what I was doing at work and how even just running the tests, you know, to make sure it passed, making sure it was in spec, checking the quality of it, I was able to bring my day to day into my entrepreneurial life. So it was the same way when I added the shoes, when I when I started designing the tuxedo fabrics, you know, and uh, the tuxedos and the suits. The same way when I met clients, it had to be a system. That was quality approved, you know, because it's a system. Everybody that's coming to me, they need the same thing. They don't need anything different. They need the same thing. Number one, they need quality. They got to give them quality. They got to get something that's under the umbrella of well-groomed men or something that right. I approve of, you know, so that's, it was just, oh, I got this going at work. This is what I can do in my day-to-day -day as well, right. being an entrepreneur. So, yeah, it, it definitely fell in line, man. Just the design template, you know, the modifications, everything had to be in line with what I was measuring and reporting, mm. et cetera. And, and so hearing you talk, it's all almost like you said you listened to the episode with, with a cousin, but it's like I, I, hear, I, I hear that passion from you, the Man, intricacies. Like, I mean, it's, but that's important. You have the, the expert. I mean, you have to be an expert on, mm -hmm. on all of that. So that, that brings me into the next question is the why what what is your why is it is it to be up there with the calvin kleins and the you know the the damon johns of the world or is it is it something more intrinsic is it more you know just to kind of prove prove to yourself what um, what, what is your why number one i always wanted more you know i didn't, I didn't come from much you know, i'm from Shreveport, louisiana you know my parents work hard i'm pretty mm -hmm. sure like your parents did you know we never i never missed a meal you know but I'm, I'm a country kid from Shreveport, Louisiana, man, mm -hmm. just hands down. But as I grew up, you know, as I got older, you know, just a little boy, I always wanted more. I wanted to go to college, you know, so I went to college. You know, um, I wanted to be a chemist, so I became a chemist. You know, I had the thought I wanted to own my own business. I own my own business, okay? But I always wanted more, number one, so that I can provide a life and a lifestyle for myself and also my kids and my family. You know, so that that's my why. Mm -hmm. Like hands down, it was it was always wanting more. You know, and, and by me, I, and I also just, you know, how you hear those things. Oh man, that you found your passion. Man, I want, I want to find my passion. You know, I want to find my passion. I found it. You know, once I found it, you know, it's it's not right. work anymore. Like it's not. I do this and it's man, I have fun. Like I told you, I wake up every day with the expectation I'm going to talk to somebody great, somebody new today. You know, and and because they're out there seeking well-groomed men. So I'm I'm taking that. That's gonna be mine now. I'm gonna use that with myself because I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's not that's not my. I'm I'm <laughs> such a I'm such a work on the business kind of person that I'm just like, okay, what can I be improving? What can I be improving? Not even necessarily thinking about <clears throat> the customer. It's just 
like I guess I, I'm a perfectionist, mm-hmm. so I'm always trying to say, okay, what, can we move that a little bit this way? Can we move that a little bit this way? So, but I, I think that right. that man, that mindset is so important. Um, so it that is. that brings me to the next question. So, um, and you talked about it before, but things are different now, right? So you cannot get that touch yeah. with your customer. I mean, every single business, it, it's crazy because you would think in a situation like this, some of those big companies, the large brands. Um, and I listened to a podcast called How I Built This, an, an NPR podcast. And they have some some fashion brands on okay. there. I mean, they have all kinds of people there. The Spanx and Damon John and all these other people, all these different people who started businesses that ended up becoming major businesses. But now they're doing a series about handling COVID. And it's, it's crazy because okay. every single industry was affected. And you would think of right. some of these organizations that are making so much money. Oh, well, they won't be, the, the Walmarts won't be hit or the this and that won't be hit, but you see people going belly up. Right. So how, how are you navigating the changes with, with COVID? And I guess even going forward, how do you think your right. business is going to be different? I guess from, from whenever we're quote unquote normal again, through, you know, through the end of time. Due to COVID, I've actually been able to reset, get some rest. Because I was I was going full speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, January, February, March. It was it was things were crazy as far as, you know, weddings. I probably had about seven calendar weddings for March. Wow. Maybe eight for April, five for May. You know, so it was like, okay, you know, I gotta I gotta do this, I gotta do that. COVID hit, red flag, shut it down. You know, I was like I was part of me was relieved. So I did have to make some adjustments um, moving forward because even though I couldn't leave the house, people still were getting engaged. People still were wedding planning. People were already engaged and they were they were looking toward their wedding for September, October, November. So what am I gonna do? I can't leave the house. I'm gonna use technology. We're gonna Zoom, we're gonna FaceTime, I'm gonna send pictures, I'm gonna keep my social media jumping. Everyone, everyone had their phone in their hand. When the moment they couldn't leave the house, the phone was in their hand. You know, it was wake up, Facebook, what's going on? Instagram, what's going on? This, that, this, that. You know, so I had to take advantage, you know, of using my camera that I have, um, you know, steady taking pictures, pictures of product, whether it was old post, whatever, who cares? Share it. People need to see it. People need to know about you, et cetera. So even with, you know, moving forward, what I'm being able to do now is add more virtual style consultations, Okay. Okay. I, I never really was doing that. You know, Houston is large. I don't even live in Houston, man. I live in 30 minutes north of Houston. I live in the Woodlands. Okay. So, yeah. you, you know, even with that, man, the bulk of my clients are south. I don't want to drive down there right now if I don't have to. So, you know, right. we're going we're gonna to use FaceTime. We're going to use technology. And a lot of couples, man, you know, they they definitely um, appreciated it. They don't have to leave their house. You know, they, they, they can do this when it comes to their sofa. You know, we got good lighting. We got this tell us that's just paint the vision. You know, then from there, they still get a chance to meet me. I still get a chance to, you know, talk with them, start their vision board. But if it wasn't for that, I would have been driving to the city to meet them in my office space. You know, just more more energy output. Mm-hmm. You know, so what I've been able to do is just conserve a lot of energy. And it's just use, use technology, man. And I'm going to keep this pillar going you know, past this, this COVID-19 situation, you know, because I'm, 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 I'm still growing, still building, right. you know, and I had people, I said, as long as people still get married, we're going to be fine. I just won't be able to keep up. So, so talk me through your process because you've, you've you've talked a little bit about you know obviously COVID and how how you do what you do, but I guess talk me through your process. So if I'm interested, I, let's say I find you, I say boom, I'm interested in getting married in in May of next year. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have six. I just think about myself and my wedding. I had I think eight. It might have been six or seven groomsmen. Mm-hmm. What's 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 kind of your process? So I guess how do you kind of move okay. people through the through the entire I guess process. Okay. okay, I'll say it's probably 50-50. Either the bride to be is gonna contact me or the groom to be is gonna contact me. So what I do, whether it's when they contact me via DM, they contact me via um 
email. I'll set up a quick 15 minute phone call for them, no charge. I want to get them on the phone so that they don't have to worry about messaging me this full questionnaire of their wedding day. So I get them on the phone that way, it initially becomes personal. I initially established that, hello, I'm Wayne and you are, boom, we're connected, okay? From that point, through 15 minutes, I gain their vision for wedding day. They're engaged, and they've probably been engaged about three to six months. They already know what they want to wear. I just need somebody helping them get it. Mm-hmm. So from that 15-minute phone call, I hear, number one, where they're located. Um, number two, where is the wedding? Does the wedding have a thing? Is this just for you, or is this for the groomsmen as well? Um, what are your wedding colors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? And also, I start even just hinting at the budget. Because, again, it's custom. It can start from anywhere from, you know, I'm going to say 600 and it can go all the way to, I'm going to say 1500 It just depends on what they need, okay? So, again, after that, I'm done. After that 15-minute phone call, we will follow up with them, versus whether it be virtually now or whether it be in person, depends on where they're located. And then by the time I get ready to sit down with them, based off their 15-minute conversation, I can present to them a vision board for the groom or the groom and his groomsmen for wedding day, Okay. Then that way, they see the vision board, they say yay, they say nay, you know, and say they say yay, then we can move forward with fabric selection. Then we start the full design process, single breast, double breast, star lapel, peak lapel, it's just for you, the, the groomsman budget, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Mm-hmm. But another thing that Walgreens Man does is that I take all the responsibility with your wedding planning for the gents, okay? Your best man doesn't have to have this, you know, it's... I pretty much take on that responsibility to make sure that everything is orchestrated from A to Z. They give me all their groomsmen names. So like you said, you're getting married, you're getting married in May, you have seven groomsmen, they're all over the US. And everybody's not in New Orleans. True. You know, they've been to the They're in Atlanta, they're in New York, True. they're in True. Chicago, they're in Houston, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, again, we use um, shared communication, create a spreadsheet. These are the measurements I need. These are the measurements that you know that I need to get things started. This is their address. I take care of everything. I ship to them if I have to ship to them, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then from there, I say the the the, the wedding planning for the for the style side for the men is taken care of. So, from a personal standpoint with with boxer care, I'm in the process now of putting together a wedding gift okay. catalog, uh, if you will. Mm-hmm. I remember what it was like getting married. I'm sure you remember what it was like getting married. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a stressful time. It could be. It could be. It, it, how how yep. do you manage? Because this is, I mean, you know, from the way you're involved in the process, you know, it, it like I said, it's high stress, and, and you're there in the mm-hmm. midst of it. How how do you kind of, I guess, soothe things, make things easier, or, or I mm-hmm. guess, I guess, tell me about your thoughts about being involved in weddings so closely. Number one, it's, I make things easy by already having a system in place. Mm-hmm. It's either this, that, or this, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. By them having less options, number one, to choose from, then number two, allowing them to have less options that's gonna deter them from the brand consistency of world well, man that's already established, it makes things very smooth when I sit down and plan with couples for their wedding. I'm gonna say, Ninety-five percent of groomsmen, what are they gonna wear? They're gonna wear a black tux. Right. Groomsmen, right. white shirt, black right. bow tie. Right. Ninety-nine percent of your grooms are gonna wear black pants, ivory jacket, white shirt, black mm-hmm. bow tie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Simplistic styles across the board have things already in place so they can pick this, that, this, or that. You know, I always have some things in the reserve, but again, nothing that's gonna be a headache or a strain for me to get done and bring to life. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's going to fall in line with the brand because I, it's it's under my brand. You know, so again, just having those systems in place, being patient with clients too, you know, their wedding plan, like you said, you know, you never know the stress and the strains that could come from, you know, from even just the financial realm of, of budgeting, you know, and again, that's another thing that I do in the consultation. I work within their budget. If, if they have if they have groomsmen, their groomsmen budget is four hundred dollars. Okay, for everything. Mm. I also act as a, as a I pretty much can shop for them. Okay, that's their budget. Okay, I'll make sure that they have shoes, shirt, the Wilgerman bow tie, of course, 
you know, but um, I take that stress to, oh, man, we can't get this done. And, you know, they, 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 he can't get off work, yada, 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 they go get sizes. It's just I have systems in place that alleviate the stress first and foremost. And, again, like I told you, what's most importantly in the beginning, they got, they got to trust me. Mm-hmm. I have to gain that trust. Mm-hmm. You know, my business style, my business etiquette, and my consistency, that pretty much shows, oh, okay, he can do this. He does this. Like, I, I plan weddings weekly. Mm. You know, I say people are still getting married, but every week, I'm I'm still wedding planning. I got weddings on the calendar still, so every week, I make it a new bride and groom every week. Mm-hmm. But again, it's no stress to me. Once I get wedding colors, I get a date. I know how much time I have to execute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how much, I know how many guys that I have to execute with. It's a system. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not anything that I'm, I'm, I'm ever aggravated or too, or, or even just stressed with. Like it's, the systems are in place now, so everything just, just flows. That, that was the biggest part that I wanted to define and even just to build. You know, once those systems are in place, it's smooth. That's, I mean, you make a, a great point. And I think as, as small business owners, Sometimes we can find ourselves trying to be everything to everybody where it's like, right. no, I don't do that, but I could try <laughs> when you know right. that's, that's not really what you do. Right. So be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest. yeah. So I, th- I think I think you make some great points. And like I said, I know as I try to build out what I'm doing in terms of wedding. Well, first, I mean, I, I, I told you years ago that I wanted to work with you. So when the time comes around, you know, I'll be coming back to you. But as I try to lay things out, I'm trying to do exactly what you're saying set up systems to where people can get certain packages to where I just make right. it easy to where it's like, yep. I know I'm always have what I'm telling you I'm going to have. And mm-hmm. I know you'll always pick because I'm guiding you into what I'm saying I have that's and it. I do. Um, that's it. You know, so that, I think that that's, that's really good. Really, really, really good. Um, so, you know, you've got the brand, you're doing the wedding work as well. What what is what is next? I mean, what, I guess what do you see short term and long term vision for Wellgroom, man? Um, short term vision right now. I'm actually working on I'm working on Wellgroom Man Atlanta. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, I basically want to do the same thing that I'm doing in Houston. That I want to have Wellgroom Man Atlanta. I would love to find a, a young. Um, individual that loves fashion that I could nurture that could pretty much take on the brand aesthetics of Wolverman Atlanta. In time, I will fly in and fly out, you know, if I have to. But I know that Atlanta number one has the market. Atlanta, Atlanta has the culture. Atlanta has the dynamic of appeal when it comes to wedding day style. Mm-hmm. And again, um, well, Atlanta has the the money, mm-hmm. the financial rim to well, Wolverman can definitely reach another pillar. And then from there, Walgreens in Chicago, okay, mm-hmm. Walgreens in DC. Those are well, the intricates that I'm working on right now. Building a brand, um, even almost just making it a franchise to where, like I said, the systems are in place. I just need to make these systems larger due to um, demand. I'm on my website, my black bow ties that kept in stock, working on the shoes to being able to manage the stock level. Got to get these funds up mm-hmm. ASAP, you know, so that I can manage these. Okay, so when I'm out of that black velvet loafer, I can get 50 more back in stock and it doesn't delay people wanting to buy now. Mm-hmm. People don't really want to wait four weeks on a custom shoe. Correct. It's custom, so, mm-hmm. but if I can keep that custom shoe in stock, then again, I'm, 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 I'm building, I'm growing, you know, things are flowing. I got the systems in place, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. Long term, um, ten years up the road, maybe I can retire early. Maybe I can hang up the chemistry. Maybe I can get the lab coat. Yeah. You know, just depends. You know, like I said, got two kids, got the wife. We gotta be good. We gotta be great. Right. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, college, college expenses, et cetera. Life expen- expenses, et cetera. Man, you know, I just, I just want things to be great. You know, grand. Because again, you know, I told you, this is the country kid from Shreveport, man. We're trying to. I'm trying to build something greater than me. That's it. I understand. I understand. And then something and then something I can hand to them, man. You know, just real talk. Like if the boys, you know, they they 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever, you know, they go to school for whatever they go to school for, they'll still have welcome man as a part of their life. Uh-huh. You know, as they get older, mm. give to their family, their kids, et cetera, et cetera. 
I want to build a brand on that level. Hey, if it, if it reaches the level of Tom Ford, great. If it reaches the level of, you know, Calvin Klein, great. But I still wanted to keep that that upper echelon feel to it. Man, like this is it. You know, this is it. You can only get it here. Man, that's the heavy stuff. Because, man, to me, black fashion trend sets. I mean, it just yeah. it just does. I mean, it just, you know, and I, I think... And I know I'm sure there are other black brands that that are kind of in in your realm, but uh, I mean you're the person I see most often. And I know there's such a, a dire need for that, and there will be going mm-hmm. forward. People people will always be getting that. Um, so always, that you know so that's always. not that's that's like uh, cut, cutting grass or having something like yeah. you know, all, even a, being a barber. Like people are gonna always need right. haircuts. So that I mean that's gonna always be the need. I just you know to to have those high end brands and have options. I think like you said, the men's warehouse. When it was time for me to get married years ago, it's just the standard like men's warehouse, two hundred dollar tuxedo with the right. with the boxy with the boxy tux with the you know right. with the boxy. And, and, yeah. and then and then they had to give it back. Had, had, not not just give it back, give it back the next day. Had to, right. had to See, give that's it back the thing. The I have day. I have that same I have I have that same tux but better for my groomsmen. Mm-hmm. And it's two seventy five, same price. You know what? It's theirs to keep. Mm. So right now, you know, I'm I'm full styling, full wedding, the gents I'm doing that. That's what aids in that. You know, I know what people need. Again, it's a system. You know, how do how do I beat men's warehouse? Okay, do what men's warehouse has been doing. You know, they can buy my tux. They can get it tailored how they want to tailor for wedding day. Mm-hmm. And they you know what? And they get to keep it. How many times have you want a black tux, man? You in New Orleans? Come on, mm-hmm. all those galas and balls oh, yep. and party girl balls. Come on, balls. man. Yep. Like, yep. The, the, tux, the tux that my groomsmen wore for the wedding, I know those. I know my groomsmen have worn that tux seven times. I know they have. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, it's a great purchase. That's the mm-hmm. selling point. You know, like mm-hmm. you're gonna wear it again. So why not <laughs> one stop shop? Welcome man. Right. You know? That that value creation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the same thing across any business. Right, the the value you offer. I mean, you're you're right because I I mean I was now I have a, I have a tuxedo that I use, but I I'm in a a social club and we have a few mm-hmm. parties that we go to. I went to to some this year. We have a ball. So you you're right. I mean, now that you think if you sat down and think about it, you're like, you know what? Maybe you know five or six times a year I do put it on. Right. Um. And and I'm I'm the same side. You know, I'm the same right. side. So it's like I'm not doing much to it. So I you know that you know, it's true. I mean, everything right. you're saying is true about it. So, um, but no, that's, that's a good point. So, uh, we we're we're gearing towards the end, but I, just a couple more questions. Okay. What, what's the the or one of the biggest things you've learned in this process, either about business or yourself within business? What's something that you know you didn't know? You talked about being a hard worker, but right. is there something else that you've learned where you're like, well, damn, I didn't I didn't know this, but now I do. You're gonna make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I, I was really hard on myself that you know I was wanting mistake free. I don't I don't gonna forget that. Et cetera, et cetera. But number one, I learned from my mistakes, even in, in every early stage of everything that I had to do, like even with the bow tie early stage, I made mistakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the, 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 the suits, when I added the suits and, you know, and, and all the intricacies I needed to know for adding the suits, I made mistakes, but I had to learn from those mistakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with just business. I made mistakes in business in the beginning that I had to learn from. But number one, I wasn't hard on myself, okay? But I had to learn from them because, like I said, I can go to school for business. What's that? You know, shit. I didn't, I didn't go to school for this. I went to school for science. Like, this mm-hmm. is put me, put me in the lab. I don't know nothing about what you talking about numbers and, you know, like your accounting. What are you talking What I got to do? Who, who balancing what book? What? No. But, you know, Educating myself, going and get the proper books, you know, even speaking with great guys in the network, you know, like going to LSU, man, we have a great network of men and women that, that honestly, they're a phone call away. You know, I've sat down and talked to Charles Addy a lot. He's in town. You know, he's someone that I consider like a, a mentor when it comes to like financial literacy. You know, he's, he's that guy, you know, I talk to him with, this is what I got going on, you know, but really just, always having an open mind, open ear to learn so that I can elevate. I knew I didn't know everything I needed to get to where I am right now in 2016. I didn't. You, you, there's no way that I I didn't think I would even be here 
at this point of World Grooming in 2020 when I was mm. in 2016. No, mm. I honestly thought I had something special with just a bow tie in a box and I was done. I saw that as like, oh, it's just easy. You know, this this could be great. I can just sell a bow tie. And, you know, no, don't, don't. I didn't put myself in this little pool. I had to, I, my, my mind grew. You know, my business grew. My business mind grew, you know, to not just be the little man. I wanted to be the total man for the brand like this is it you can be you can be way bigger than just that box yeah. you know so it was just those are the stages of things that i was just like man okay having a keeping an open mind man and you know just really really just building toward what what could be next and so this is kind of tying back to what i just asked but if you could go back and and tell yourself one thing when you first started well grew man what would that be if i could tell myself one thing when i first started well grew man hmm I would probably tell myself to get ready for something that's going to blow your mind away. Like, it's just like Jay Floyd. I can't. The joy, man, that I get. I'm telling you, it's every day. Something good happens every day. Whether it's, again, I'm meeting with a client for a wedding or someone that's, you know, um, really, really, really popular may call and, oh, man, I really, really want to use you guys for the wedding, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I I didn't, I would have thought that it would, have, it would have gone this far. You know, like, I I wouldn't have thought that. So what I would tell myself is that in the young, in the young stages of World Grooming, as long as, long as, I, as long as I stay dedicated, consistent, um, aggressive, personable, I'm going to blow my mind away. Mm. And that's what I did. And I'm, I said, I'm not done. I'm not done. Man, some good stuff. Some really good stuff. I mean, that's it. That's all I got, man. I see. I do this. I do this podcast on one hand to to let people tell their story, but also as somebody who's who's going through it. I mean, I wanted mm-hmm. to provide a platform for people to tell their story, but also it invigorates me. The, right. the people I, I've had on so far, I watch. So Antonio Cousin, we know him as Cousin. Right. Uh, Bailey, yeah, that, that was a great one. That was a great cast. Yeah, I was and actually they, in the car, man. I was just like, wow, this is like. And I had talked to Cousin. I had Cousin on the phone one time, and I was like, wow. And that was, that was probably two years ago, but I heard Cousin's passion. You know, Cousin was like, when you, you can do this. You know, you can, he was, again, dropping that literature, giving me mm-hmm. some guys. I say, we got great guys within our network that, mm-hmm. number one, they aren't, they aren't afraid to share. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a gift, too. You know, when you meet guys that have taken those steps, and they also are telling you about the stuff they took, how they got there, this is what I did. That's a great resource, you know, and I told you, it was probably two years ago, and I, I'm not surprised that Cousin is where he is because I heard his passion two years ago. Like he was headed there. He was already there, but he was working so hard. You know, I can hear his, his passion. Or he told me he was doing it for his kid, you know, his family, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I heard him like this. I can go on Facebook every week, and I see cousin top sales or something you know mm-hmm. like, I'm, not, I'm not surprised congratulations man like that's that's hard work and dedication right there right you know it is i say but there's, there's so many other guys as well man that are really doing well that i think that you know as you continue to do this podcast you're going to just start opening up so many people number one there they're doing things that are like monumental and they're willing mm-hmm. to share that mm-hmm. you know and then once they share that with you again you know, that's the power of sharing man like you can you can take add um you know receive it apply it you know it worked and even even while you're working it you end up picking up something else absolutely okay and then you don't forget to you know send the elevator back down to bless someone else etc but yeah man it's again it's it's a great thing it's a great thing absolutely it, it it's invigorating man it really it really is hearing y'all you know i, I take notes when when i do the podcast and, and i listen mm-hmm. to to people talk and I've got notes from what you said today, but I think, I think my one big takeaway is, is when you talk about the mindset and the positivity and it's still mm-hmm. something I, I struggle and I have some days are great. Some days aren't, aren't so much in terms of sales, but, mm-hmm. but I'm always constantly working on the business, but it, it's, it's, you know, you have to not get lost, I guess right. is my big thing. Can, can I get too high or too low up on the roller coaster? You really have to just kind of ride it. And understand mm-hmm. that, you know, there's, there's situations like there are now where, where maybe it's not a quote unquote COVID situation, but people go through these these lows and then you right. may have times where, you, where you're booming, you know, so it's right, just right. getting through that. Yeah, it's know? all about how you look at, like I told you, I didn't look at COVID as a as a downtime, like in a negative way. I looked at COVID as a time to re 
set. Mm-hmm. You know, I had I looked at COVID right now. Okay, I have time right now so I can really, really work on marketing. I have mm-hmm. time right now so I can honestly I can really, really build this inventory up. You know, I have time right now to get some things more organized, whether it's mm-hmm. you know, on the books, um, the office front, you know, just cleaning up, <laughs> you know, just mm-hmm. it's it's you got time to organize and restructure. And that's what I did. But even as far as the weddings, man, whatever you want to talk about that moving forward, always, man, just take, pick up your phone. You know, we can set up a Zoom. I'm very interested in hearing what exactly you do want to add to the wedding, you know, caliber when it comes to boxer care. You know, because, again, systems. You know, you're in, you're in a city that, that marries on that level of, in my opinion, like pizzazz. New yes. Orleans, New Orleans weddings are so signet. I mean, we we there's no way you can count the number of New Orleans weddings in a weekend before COVID. Okay, right, right. Before COVID, I'm pretty sure just estimating, New Orleans probably had twenty to fifty weddings in a weekend. Oh, I know. Okay, oh, I know. So that was that was my motivation. Okay, when you can you get one wedding? You <laughs> just one wedding a weekend. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just need, just need mm-hmm. One. I don't mm-hmm. need fifty. Mm-hmm. Need I'm not trying to be overburdened here. Just give me one. Just give me one mm-hmm. wedding a weekend. It can be in Houston. It can be in Dallas. It can be in New Orleans. It can be in Atlanta. It can be in Shreveport. I don't care. I just want one wedding. That was my in, in, the, in the early stages, mm-hmm. you know. But like I told you, and before COVID, things were crazy. But like I said, you're in you're in New Orleans. So whatever you need, or whatever you're trying to find this fit of box of care for under the wedding umbrella, you'll get it. It will. It's going to manifest. You're in a wedding cosmos that, like I said, it's 50 weddings in New Orleans a weekend, I'm sure. And the power of networking, man, that's what really helped me out. I wanted to work heavy in weddings, so I had to research, okay, who works in weddings? Wedding planners, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wedding photographers, Mm -hmm. um, bridal shops, cake vendors, everything that you can think of wedding. Okay, I need to find a way to connect. Mm -hmm. You just connect the dots and then, you know, be yourself. And, and build build it up from there. That's um, it. Yep. But Wayne, I I really appreciate you. I mean, you were on my list of people from the beginning when I started this podcast. I wanted to. I appreciate you for taking the time to talk with me today. I want to give you a second to go ahead and plug, bless the people, and tell them how they can get in touch with you if they have any questions or need anything. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Wellgroom. That man is the IG handle. You just Google Wellgroom Man, it will pop up. The very first website will pop up. It's well-groom-man.com. Facebook, same thing. Search Wellgroom Man, it will come up. Um, Pinterest as well, Wellgroom Man. That's how you guys can find me. Um, That's it, man. Just Wellgroom Man. Let it ring, let it seed, and tell everybody you know about Wellgroom Man. (laughs) (laughs) I I know I am. I know I am. And this this won't be the last time we talk at all. Okay. Um, Indeed, indeed. Yes. So... Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If, if you haven't heard the previous episodes, like I said at the beginning, go back and listen. Um, hopefully you got something from today because I know I did. But make sure you like, share, subscribe it wherever you find us. Um, you can do what you want, but I'll always mind my business. Thank you. This episode of the Mind My Business podcast is over. But be sure to subscribe, rate, and follow this podcast for interviews with business owners and more tips on how to start and make your own ventures incredibly successful. You can find Mind My Business on all major platforms or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. When it comes to your business, we want you to do what's best, but we will always mind our business.